Good afternoon, producer Susan. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Dirty Joe. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Have you uh, has your furnace kicked on yet? I have not turned it on yet. I'm enjoying the nice cool weather. <laughs> well, ours kicked on the other day for the first time this year. So winter's officially here in a couple of weeks. Probably have to put the cover on the barbecue for the winter time. So all right. Um, you want to hear what we're going to try to cover today? Yeah, what's on the agenda? Well, by the way, so today's uh, October 10th. Of course, uh, 10, the Israeli, 10. I'm sorry? It's 10-10. 10-10-23. Of course, the Israeli war has been going on for four days now, but uh, there's been so much press, we're probably not going to try to talk about that, other than to talk about how big Israel is and how big the Gaza Strip is. But other than that, we're not going to comment on the war. Our quote of the week is from Judge Janine Pirro on whether or not genitals, you, on whether or not the genitals you were born with define your gender. Do you know who Judge Janine Pirro is? I do not. She's a commentator on Fox News, but she had a great quote on whether or not the genitals you were born with define your gender. Um, in our stupidest thing I've heard all week segment, we'll tell you what, what the government has been selling for pennies on the dollar what they were selling for pennies on the dollar less than 60 days ago, and what they're now spending your tax dollars on to replace this month, uh, plus a clip from President Biden declaring that he would never do something that he is now going out of his way to do. Um, we'll give you some, as I mentioned, we'll give you some perspective on the size and population of both Israel and the Gaza Strip by comparing them to some U.S. states and cities. Um, I believe two weeks ago, didn't we talk about a new 4 million square foot battery plant for uh, in Kansas? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 4 million square feet, which is the size of 40 super Walmarts. Yep. Um, this week, uh, well, it turns out that they're not the only one. It turns out there is a boom in battery factories. And the U.S. now officially has a battery. You've heard of the Rust Belt, right? Yep. Well, we now have a battery belt. We'll tell you where it is, how many battery plants are being built uh, and where they're located. Um, in store closure news, which we talk about almost every week, I think last week, didn't we talk about, uh, Target closing nine stores in four yep. West Coast cities? Yeah. Well, this week at Starbucks is going to close seven stores in one cities. And we'll tell you what that city is. And it's a city we've talked about before. We'll tell you about an Airbnb horror story about a property owner who rented a guest house on his property to someone 18 months ago for one month. And that person has been living there for the past 18 months and the owner can't get them to leave and the city's preventing him from evicting that person, even though they haven't paid rent in a year and a half. How'd you like to be that, that property owner? Yeah, there, there needs to be some uh, reverse laws <laughs> right. to protect uh, landlords. Right. Uh, we'll tell you what the deadliest creature on earth is and how many worldwide deaths that creature is responsible for each year. Um, you think you know the answer to that? I'm not sure. Well, we'll talk about that. And uh, it's surprising. Time permitting, we'll play a clip. I've got an 11 minute long clip, which I won't play, of some of the outrageous claims and proposals that were made during the height of the COVID pandemic. And in retrospect, when you when you listen to these these claims and proposals, and if you know if you don't get vaccinated, you're gonna die. And you know, how in retrospect, how ridiculous they were. And our taxpayer relief shot comes to us from Phoenix, where 11 o'clock at night, there's a, a husband, wife, and two kids asleep in their house. And some guy, knowing the house is occupied, smashes a window and breaks into their house at 11 o'clock at night. You can probably figure out how this one works. It winds up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. 
So anyway, uh, Judge Janine Pirro, who's a frequent contributor, she is a, she is a judge. I don't know if she's active or retired. But here was her quote on uh, gender identity. And her, her question was, it, it wasn't, it was a question. She said, if the genitals you were born with don't define your gender, how does removing them affirm your gender? True. Does she have a, does she have a point? That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. So, if, so people say my genitals don't define me. Well, then why are you having them removed if they don't define you? So anyway, um, so I want to play a clip of something that President Biden said um, shortly after he was uh, uh, sworn in as president. And I may have to turn the volume, the volume up a little bit. But here's a quote by President Biden. No, I'm, there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. And I'm going to I'm going to play that one more time. Here we go. No, I'm, there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. So he was talking about the border wall, and uh, apparently the uh, the GSA General Services Federal Government General Services Administration made good in that because there was a uh, 250 million dollars worth of border wall sections that had been purchased by the trump administration that never got installed they were they were sitting in piles you know waiting to be installed so back in august the general service administration began auctioning them off for scrap steel um and they were getting pennies on the gun 250 million dollars worth and these were i don't know if you recall they were 30 feet high they were 20 feet wide, they were steel, filled with concrete, spaced six inches. Remember what they looked like? Yeah, yeah. Very elaborate, quarter, 250 million, that's a quarter of a billion dollars. And GSA said, hey, we don't need these, we're going to sell them for scrap. So a week ago Friday, what does the Biden administration turn around and do? They announced that they're going to be waiving 26 federal laws in order to uh, erect 20 miles of desperately needed border wall fencing in texas so less than 60 days ago they were selling off the border wall sections for pennies on the dollar and now they're tripping all over themselves to purchase and install border wall fencing for they said for urgently needed 20 miles of urgently needed fencing in texas how does that does that sound like the stupidest thing yeah you You've heard little hypocritical. Them. I'm sorry. Little hypocritical. Hypocritical, poor planning, stupid. I mean, how do you doesn't one hand talk to the other hand? Didn't you know? Didn't you know you were going to needed this 60 day 60 days ago when you had the GSA selling off these 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 border wall sections? And now, oh, we got to go buy border wall fencing. Uh, it just it boggles the mind. Uh, it boggles my mind. Um Anyway, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Yeah, I, I this is a never-ending battle of the border wall and the, you know, immigrants coming into the United States and, you know, how are we supporting them and caring for them and housing them? It right. never ends. Never. And by the way, I understand about 70% of the uh, people coming across the border are uh, single military-aged men. I don't know if that's uh, scary to you, but that's true. Um, but but let's move on to Israel and the Gaza Strip and Hamas. 
So a lot of people don't have any sense of how big Israel is. They don't know if it's as big as Germany, as big as France, as big as Spain. No, it's actually almost identical to the size of New Jersey. Yeah. It's 8,500 square miles. It's only 260 miles long and 70 miles wide, which is almost the exact dimensions of New Jersey. You can drive mm -hmm. uh, New Jersey from the Holland Tunnel, from, from, the, from the Lincoln Tunnel to the Pennsylvania border in most places is right about 70 miles. Mm -hmm. And 250 miles long, you can drive from the northern tip of New Jersey to the southern tip of New Jersey in about four and a half hours. Mm -hmm. um, population. Population of Israel is 9.6 million. Population in New Jersey is 9.2 million. So when we talk about the country of Israel, we're talking about a country. It's really a nation state. It is the size of New Jersey with almost the identical population. Now, let's talk about the Gaza Strip. The Gaza Strip is a little tiny piece of land. That is part of Israel, but Israel, and by the way, it's only about twice the size of Manhattan. The Gaza Strip is a little strip of land uh, on the Mediterranean coast that's part of Israel. And well, 15 years ago, Israel said to the Palestinians, all right, you want your own city, you want your own place, you want your own laws. We will carve out this little piece of land that's only four miles wide, 25 miles long, about, again, twice the length of Manhattan. And you can have your own government, your own police force. Um, you know, it's basically home rule. We're not we're not giving you the land, but you can all live there. You can have your own court system, your own police. And they even went so far as to create their own paramilitary organization, which is Hamas. They have uniforms and everything else. Well, that's the Gaza Strip, four miles wide, 25 miles long. Now, unlike Manhattan, which is home to 7 million people, the Gaza Strip, is home to 2 million Pal Palestinians. So does that put that in did you know that did you know that about the Gaza Strip? I did, yes. All right. So that's the Gaza so that's Israel, it's the state of New Jersey and again they carved out um this strip of land on the Mediterranean coast that's 4 miles wide, 25 miles long and is home to 2 million Palestinians, but again, they don't they're not subject to Israeli law. They have their own they basically enforce uh, uh, Shia law. Uh, they're, you know, they have their own religious courts, and you know, and they're they gov they're self governing. However, they do get all of their water and electricity from uh, utility plants in in the rest of Israel. So, and one of the things Israel just did was to cut off water and power to the Gaza Strip. Good, because they, they're just they're they're destroying Israel and the the people that live there. They are. And uh, and by the way, some of the atrocities, I understand that they, they've actually found uh, little children that have been beheaded. So I don't know if you've heard that, but apparently that's I didn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I have a I have a good friend who was born and raised in Israel. And one of the cool things about Israel is that, you know, here in the United States, we have the draft. So when you turn 18, the, only the men have to sign up for the draft. But in Israel, it is mandatory for everyone, both men and women, to serve their two years in uh, the Israel's army. Absolutely they have correct. One of the yeah. best armies in in the right. world. Everybody has been in the military, unless yep. you had a medical a medical condition. You are a veteran, and you're by the way, and you're also subject to recall. I forget. Mm -hmm. uh, Israel just called up three hundred thousand. Now imagine, again, Israel same population as New Jersey. Can you imagine if three hundred thousand civilians? In mm -hmm. the state of New Jersey, we're called to, recalled to active yeah. duty. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of where we are. All right. You want to move on to store closures? Yeah. What, what's closing now? 
And I can well, guess first of all, let me name the city and let's let's do a little. So one of the, the cities for store closures has that we've talked about at least half a dozen times is San Francisco. San now, Francisco, Portland and Chicago seem to be the three top Port cities. Portland, San Francisco, Chicago. Now, what else has previously closed in San Francisco that we've talked about? Well, last uh, week it was Target. Yeah. Before Whole, that, it was the the, uh, the flagship Whole Foods stores. Mm -hmm. A bunch of Walgreens, two Nordstroms, Old Navy, the two largest hotels in the city where the owner just told the bank, keep them. We, you know, we can't afford to run them anymore. And now you can add the name of Starbucks to that long list of businesses shutting down in that city. So Starbucks has announced they're closing seven Starbucks in the San Francisco Bay Area. So, I, I mean, talk about a city that's collapsing. Uh, you, you just wonder at, at one point. Does it become a ghost town? I, I mean, and these are the you know these are the big corporations that we're hearing about nationally that are closing in these three cities. Think of all the mom and pop shops that are not surviving. Yeah, and, and by one of the places that, uh, and I think you were there recently was Baltimore. Mm -hmm. You know, thirty years ago, Baltimore was a vibrant, one of the fastest growing um, uh, cities in the country. You know, beautiful harbor town, beautiful climate. And Baltimore at, at, at one point was almost a million people. And while the rest of the country has grown by about 25% in the past 30 years, Baltimore has shrunk from 900,000 to 600,000 people. Um, and all the businesses uh, and the people that worked in those businesses have left. Uh, and of course, that was their tax base. So basically, the only people left in Baltimore now are the people who couldn't leave. Yep. Um, so and I think you're going to start to see that in San Francisco. And of course, uh, just to put other in perspective, the national homicide rate in this country is around six, around six and a half per hundred thousand people. You want to take a guess what the homicide rate in Baltimore is? Oh, I think it's probably up around ten percent. Fifty-five per it's it's uh, it, it's fifty-five per hundred thousand people wow. compared to six as as a national. It's it's just it's it's just insane. And I, unfortunately, I think. San Francisco's heading down that same path. Beautiful city. I used to love going yeah. there, but it's just it's just the death of a city in slow motion. All right. So you want to talk about an Airbnb rental nightmare? Yeah, what is it? Well, you know where Brentwood, California is? Yeah, it's a suburb of Los Angeles. Right, and it's right next to Beverly Hills. I mean, yeah. Brentwood and Beverly Hills are the two ritziest zip codes around. Mm -hmm. Well, it's part of Los Angeles County. And in Brentwood, a doctor who owned a, a, a mansion and he had a little guest house and he had put in on his property. And, you know, it's a multi-million dollar home that had a little guest house in the back. Actually, so, those, uh, what do they, they call them? Uh, oh, I forget what the, the word for LA, but um, it's not uncommon for even an average house in LA to have these little guest houses. Right. Like they, they call them like alternative dwellings or... I forget what the word. I watch too much HGTV. <laughs> well, you know, but, you know, they, I guess, you know, they call them mother-in-law homes. Or yeah, they, they but they're very common in the L.A. area. Right. So, right, so this guy had a little furnished guest home. So he, so he put on Airbnb as a short-term vacation. Well, back in April of 2022, a woman paid for and rented it for a month. Well, when that month was up, she refused to move out and then refused to pay any additional rental time, meaning that she's been living there rent-free in that guest home for the past 18 months. Well, then the owner attempted to evict her, but was prevented from doing so by the eviction laws that govern rentals in the city and county of Los Angeles. And here's a quote from the story. Um, when the renter, and I won't, her whole name, 
stay ended, she simply didn't move out. She's been living there rent-free ever since. She refused to budge unless the owner paid her, ready for this, a relocation fee of $100,000 because Los Angeles has a uh, law in the books that says if a landlord wants to evict somebody without, quote, just cause, they have to pay them relocation expenses. Well, she's demanding $100,000 in relocation fees to move out of this house. Now, you can say, well, uh, he has just cause because he can because she hasn't paid her rent. Well, here's where the catch-22 comes in. The woman's attorney told the LA Times that she was not required to pay rent because the city had never approved the unit for occupancy and that the shower that had been constructed inside the building had been constructed without a permit. Therefore, it was not up to code, and therefore the landlord uh, did not have the right to charge rent. And since he did not have the right to charge rent, he can't, he can't evict her for non-payment of a rent that he was not entitled to charge. <laughs> How's that for a catch-22? Yeah. Now, now, and because of this, the code violations, the city determined that uh, the owner couldn't evict, evict her, but the owner claims that his the tenant won't the woman living there won't even let he, let him inside the home to bring it up to code. So talk about a, a nightmare catch twenty two. She's been living there rent free for a year and a half. Um, he can't charge her rent because quote the, the city says there are of the code violations, and she won't let him in the in the building. She changed all the locks, and she won't let him in the building to bring the building up to code. So. She could, and so she's willing to move out if he pays her a hundred thousand dollars. So you shake your head at this. Uh, yeah, the, and and you hear stories like this all the time about people not paying their rents and and can't get evicted because of these ridiculous laws. I mean, there's all these laws to protect to protect renters, and there's no laws right. to protect to protect the landlord. And they're not all slumlords. I mean, this is an honest guy who's yeah. trying to do a you know honest Airbnb, and right. he's he's the one who's getting screwed. Right. And I think yeah, we've all heard the stories like uh, squatters moving, the squatters find yeah. a house rented, rented that's listed for sale. Squatters move in, change the locks. Uh, and then the, the owner of the property who's been trying to sell the vacant home finds out they can't, they, they can't have them arrested for trespassing. They have to go to a court and it's like a six month wait to go to court uh, to get the people who are squatters living, so not only squatting, but destroying these, these homes yeah. that are on the market for sale. So it just, you shake your head. But, and, you know, and there's no laws to protect these people because the laws, laws are on the books to protect the squatters who are the ones protect the squatters, law. right. And here's a, you know, and here's a, a, a classic catch 22. LA County says you can't charge her rent because there are code violations in the building. Therefore, you can't evict her for non-payment of rent because you weren't entitled to charge her rent. Um, and if you want to evict her, evict her for without cause you have to pay a relocation fee and she's saying that's a hundred grand so you, you, I, honestly at this point i feel like she's just a trespasser and too well, bad california doesn't have a castle wall <laughs> no, she doesn't all right you want to move on to the deadliest creature on earth yes well this creature and here's a hint it kills more than sharks snakes and tigers combined you want to take a guess I'm going to take a wild guess and, and go out on a limb here and say it's mosquitoes. You're absolutely right. You want to take a guess at how many people a year die from uh, uh, diseases transmitted by mosquitoes? Uh, probably around a million. 
Yeah, it used to be a million. It's come down between malaria vaccines and, and netting. It's 600,000 people a year. It was a million. Mm -hmm. And over through the World Health Organization and malaria vaccinations, it has come down, but still 600,000 people per year die from uh, mosquito-driven uh, uh, infectious diseases. By the way, do you know what the deadliest mammal on earth is? Uh, I want to say like elephants, I think are up, up there. Hippopotamus. Yeah. Hippopotamus. They are very territorial. If you're in a boat going across the water. Uh, well, they, they're deadly on land and in water. Land and water. So hippopotamus is the deadliest mammal on the, on earth. All right. How much time we got? Uh, we got about 15 minutes. Well, good. Maybe I'll play more of this clip. This is, you remember during the height of COVID, right? All the celebrities and politicians were telling you, you have to do this. You have to do that. Yep. Uh, you're going to kill people. You're being selfish. Um, well, here's a, here's a clip of, uh, I'm going to play some of this and think back. And by the way, since then, we've learned that all these paper masks were worthless. Six feet separation was worthless. And mm -hmm. no, if you were healthy, and you weren't over 65 and you didn't have a, you know, you weren't going to die, you know, from COVID. Uh, but here's what we were being told in 2020. We want to make sure that people can discern the truth from the misinformation. And we want to make sure that everyone understands that no one's safe till everyone's safe. No one is 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 safe. Nobody is safe. This is the post 9 11 axiom safer, but not yet safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe from COVID 19 until everyone is safe. If the whole world isn't safe, none of us are safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. Nobody is safe until we're all. By the way, these are politicians. These are TV news con news anchors that, that are saying this. These are uh, Governor Cuomo. These are just it's these are all famous people you would recognize. Let me continue. Safe. Health experts have been saying nobody is safe. Nobody is safe until everybody is safe. Nobody, nobody is safe. safe. Science is clear. None of us are safe. There is no safety. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe, no one is safe until everyone is safe. No one's safe. Nobody is safe. Nobody is safe. No one's safe. We'll never be safe until we're all safe. We are never going to be safe. 99.5% of people are safe and will survive COVID-19. Uh, the only positive thing out of this is we should be able to manufacture a lot of vaccines. And this is Bill Gates. And nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. You don't have a choice. As long as not everybody is vaccinated, nobody will be safe. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. So get the fucking vaccine. You need to get vaccinated. And if you don't, you are going to die. I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart one. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know who they are. Unvaccinated people. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. If you are the unvaccinated, you are the problem. You're the problem. Condemn them, shame them. Blame the only people that you can blame, the unvaccinated. Frankly, we can't trust the unvaccinated. They should not be part of polite society. The lunatics who won't take COVID vaccines. Walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. You have no right not to be vaccinated. You don't have the right to contaminate someone. You can't go around pointing a gun in somebody's face, which is what it is when people are unvaccinated. They are all idiots and 
losers. This is a real movement in this country against the unvaccinated. Jennifer Aniston is yeah. cutting non-vaccinated people out of her life. Unrepentant, unvaccinated. They should be removed from the hospital. Those who refuse to be vaccinated should be denied health. <laughs> now, this goes on for another eight minutes. What do you think so far? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, here's some of the logic. Um, if you had gotten vaccinated and the vaccine worked as as bill gates told you then no if i by the way i did get i'm not anti-vax i did get vaccinated i just got my flu shot i'm not an anti-vaxxer but some of the illogic is this if you were one of those people who got vaccinated and were wearing your mask then how am i if i didn't get vaccinated if those masks and vaccines supposedly worked and kept you safe then how am i endangering you by not getting vaccinated can you explain the logic to that yeah it, it yeah it doesn't make sense it's completely illogical so my point is you know you're always responsible for your own safety so if you believe masks and vaccine worked and you got vaccinated and you're wearing a mask then why why do you care if i chose not not to be vaccinated why should you care Either because it's a disc, it's a discontinuity. Because if you believe the one, then you shouldn't believe the other. You want to hear a little bit more? Yeah, sure. We got a couple of minutes. All right. Here. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy, rest in peace, Wheezy. You're some doctors are saying they'll refuse treatment for people who choose not to get the shot. Why aren't hospital and ICU resources going to them? Morons who will not get the shot. The unvaccinated clowns. Idiots who think that they can do their own research. Don't do any of your own research. Doing your own research is associated with conspiracy in your circles. This go-it-alone approach, doing your own research. It can have serious consequences. You should get prison time for even questioning the vaccines. So Ready for that? You should get prison time for even questioning the vaccine. <laughs> um, but there are a lot of threats. I don't know if you heard the one that was one of the late night talk show hosts, that if you come into the hospital with a heart attack and you're not vaccinated, they should kick your butt to the curb. I don't know if you heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. We all stop saying, I need to do my own research. That phrase, do your own research, four words, four little words that are hurting America. Doing your own research hurts America. Everybody has a supercomputer in their hand that empowers them to do their own research. And that's the problem. You must not do your own research. Oh, I need to do my own research. I don't even understand what that means. I'm doing my own research. You can do your own research unless you're a scientist. Do your own research. Maybe you've told yourself you're playing it safe. You just want to wait and see since this is a new vaccine. No. Roll the up and get the vaccine. <laughs> vaccinated people spread the virus. It's a vaccine, you dope. Don't be a get yourself vaccinated. <laughs> it's just all there is to There's no excuse. No excuse. I want to jump ahead here a little bit. <laughs> The virus does not infect them. When the virus gets to you, you stop it. You're not going to catch it. You're not going to get sick. You're not going to transmit it. The vaccine is absolutely bulletproof. Vaccines block you from getting and giving the virus. 100% effective. By the way, we already know that's a lie. You, As uh, Jill Biden and President Biden, who have also each had COVID mm -hmm. multiple times, so when she just said they block you from getting the virus, we know that's a lie. Preventing COVID. The vaccine yeah. prevents you from getting infected. It is a key... I mean, you're going to, there's about 14 people saying the vaccine keeps you from getting infected. And we know that's a huge lie. You from getting it and then spreading it. We have the ability to stop COVID in its tracks. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. 
Biden tests positive for COVID-19. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Dr. Fauci tests positive for COVID-19. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. CDC director tests positive for COVID-19. Pfizer CEO tests positive for COVID. Pfizer CEO tests positive for COVID again. CDC director tests positive for COVID again. Fauci tests positive for COVID again. Joe Biden tests positive for COVID again. Cases up 258%. The majority of these cases are among the vaccinated. And this area is the most vaccinated part of Massachusetts. So many fully vaccinated people are testing positive. So people here are a bit angry. We are all really concerned about what this means long-term. I was vaccinated and I got COVID. And, and almost everyone we know with vaccinations uh, had uh, at least one bout of it. Uh, our vaccines work better uh, than we could have possibly uh, hoped they would work. Uh, we are not the problem. The problem are the unvaccinated. The un All right. How much time we got left? Uh, we have uh, less than 10 minutes. All right. Uh, you want to hear any more of that or should we move on to the? No, I, I think we all get the point. And it, <laughs> it is funny, you know, and I think, you know, we just we, we all got our flu shots, too. And uh, I think one of the marketing messages behind the flu shot that is tried and true because it's been around for decades is that it, it, you know, it prevents you from getting the flu. And if you do get the flu, you're going to have a mild case of the flu. It doesn't necessarily keep you from transmitting it. And it's kind of the same premise behind the covid shot. It doesn't prevent you from getting it. But, but if you but, do get but it, remember. All the what you heard in the first five minutes yeah. is that it will prevent it will it will prevent you from getting the flu. It, it, it doesn't. Prevent, pre, that was a lie. It was absolutely yeah. like and it's just like the flu shot. Right. We all got our flu shots in the last week or so, and right. and hopefully it'll protect us from not getting the flu. But right. if we do get the flu, we'll have a mild case of the flu. Right. By the way, one difference, and I, I want to point this out, is that the flu vaccine is a true vaccine. It's it's a killed virus mm -hmm. vaccine. Um, the COVID inoculation is a uh, uh, an mRNA. It is not a killed virus vaccine. So it's not, yep. so it's not a true, it is an inoculation, but it's not a vaccine. And again, 88% of the fatalities in COVID were people over the age of 65. Um, and the people, un, and like 91, 92% of the people who succumbed to COVID were found to be severely vitamin D deficient. Mm -hmm. And the rest were found to have comorbidities. So if you don't have a comorbidity and you're not vitamin D deficient, yeah, you're going to get it. If you get COVID, you're going to get a bad cold. And I think we also talked about a couple of weeks ago that the current COVID vaccine uh, is only effective for about 4% of the current um, variants. And it's changing so rapidly that even the secretary, excuse me, the attorney, what's the name of the uh, chief medical officer of Florida, uh, the doctor, PhD, is saying it's really, it's up to you, he said, but uh, he said it's really going to give you minimal, if any, any protection. All right. Should we move on to taxpayer relief shots? You ready for Yeah, you know, and I, I was thinking about the the story we just talked about previously about the the deadliest mammal as we go on to our taxpayer relief shot. You know, it's I want to challenge you. It's not the hippopotamus that's the most dangerous mammal. You're right. It's man. Other humans. It's other humans. You're right. Yeah, I you know, I stand corrected. That's a great point. Um in in this country, by the way, um roughly twenty thousand Americans kill each other uh, mm -hmm. every year intentionally kill each other. So yes, you're right. Uh, people are more are, are, are deadlier than, than hippopotamus. That's a great catch. Thank you very much. All right. Why do we call them taxpayer relief shots? Well, I'll let the sheriff of uh, Santa Rosa uh, County, Florida, explain it to you. Here we go. 
somebody's breaking in your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. Hopefully, you'll save the taxpayers money. And then if we can go to Sheriff Grady Judd in, um, where is Sheriff? Polk, Polk County? Polk County, Florida. Let me see if I can find Sheriff Grady Judd here. All right. He's got a couple of uh, uh, unique takes on this. Here we go. But we have received information on social media that some of the criminals were going to take their criminal conduct into the neighborhoods. I would tell them if you value your life, you probably shouldn't do that in Polk County because the people of Polk County like guns. They have guns. I encourage them to own guns and they're going to be in their homes tonight with their guns loaded. And if you try to break into their homes to steal, to set fires, I'm highly recommending they blow you back out of the house with their guns. All right. Now we Sheriff Grady Judd. He's got another one. I won't play it. And by the way, I think we commented last week where the um, uh, incidents of um, uh, armed carjackings in Washington, D.C. is now up to three a day. It's yeah. gone up by 800 uh, percent. It's going to be over eleven hundred car at the rate they're going. They're going to go over a thousand carjackings in in um, Washington, D.C. And yet you take a, a place like Dallas, which is, uh, I think, five times bigger in terms of population than uh, Washington, D.C. Um, and Dallas is only going to hit maybe 200, 250 carjackings. And one of the biggest differences in Dallas, half the people have guns yep. uh, and the carjackers know it. So, uh, uh, but in Washington, D.C., it's almost impossible to get a, uh, to buy a gun and get a concealed carry permit. So I think uh, that's, I, I, I mean, it's speculation. I can't prove it, but I, I certainly believe that people in Texas, uh, how many times have we done a car? A so ironically, uh, we we have a lot of taxpayer relief shots that come out of Texas and I just don't understand the criminals need to be smarter to know that Yeah, half the population of Texas, they have guns. They have guns. All right. So this one is Phoenix, 11 o'clock at night. Let's see what happened in Phoenix at 11 o'clock at night. Nice residential neighborhood. Let's see if I get this without the ad. As usual, the ad's going to play. Let's see if I can get, get through this ad. Hang on. You know, I try to tee these things up and I get it, I get it to play. And then, and then for some reason, it, here we go. Uh, and then for some reason, it wants to reset and play the ad again. I ought to have my producer try to cut these things and cut the ad out. Flashing lights, crime tape, cop cars all around the block. This was the scene Thursday night in a Phoenix neighborhood off 19th Avenue and Camelback Road. Phoenix police tell us an intruder had broken into a house and was immediately shot by the homeowner. Neighbors like Lucinda Sanchez say she would have done the same thing. I defend myself, right? And that's what he was doing? Yeah. Yeah. By Friday morning, all the cop cars had been cleared away with just a boarded up window marking the spot at the house where the shooting took place. Arizona's family spoke to the homeowner off camera. He politely declined to do an interview. The banging and then the gunshot. Roger Smith lives next door and was getting ready for bed when he heard the gunfire. He's just happy no one in the house was hurt. He has two young kids and he has a wife and he's... 
protecting his family, you know, obviously because I guess the guy broke a window and got in. So he just did house. what he had to do. Right. You break into somebody's house in the middle of the night. We asked Phoenix defense attorney Dwayne Cates whether the homeowner could be in any legal trouble for shooting the intruder. If somebody's outside your window and you just see them poking around out in the bushes, okay, it may not be reasonable to shoot them at that point. But if they actually enter your house, like if they're crawling through your window, if they're if they kick your front door down, then you're absolutely within your right to shoot them because it's called the castle doctrine. Your home is your castle. You know, you have the right to defend your home. Phoenix police have not yet released the name of the intruder, and it's still unclear why he was breaking into the house in the first place. As soon as we get any new details, we'll let you know. In Phoenix, Jason Berry for Arizona's family. So I got to answer the question. So, you know, there's a car in the driveway. You, you know, the home is occupied. There's people sleeping yeah. inside. What possesses you to, and what do you think the intention of this guy was breaking into a house that he knows is occupied? Yeah, that's ballsy. He, he obviously probably not in his right mind. Well, not in his right mind, or he had some really evil intentions. Yeah. Um, um, you know, and of course the latter is very, very scary if he had evil intentions. So anyway, another thug winds up dead right there. Um, yeah. with that, anything you you want to add before we wrap up today? Nope. All I'm right. Just enjoying this nice weather. All right. Finally. Let me know. Let's see if, if you've turned your furnace on by next weekend. Um, I'm, I'm going to say no. All right. Uh, and let's see. Did you buy a Powerball ticket? I did buy a Powerball ticket. Well, maybe if you, so if you win, are you not going to be my producer next week? Uh, well, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I want to thank all of you who listened to this podcast for giving up 30 minutes out of your day to listen to me ramble on about things that I find of interest and importance. And I hope you found those topics as interesting and important as I did. And if so, I hope you continue to listen to this podcast in the weeks and months to come. If you want to see some of the materials and story links you heard me talk about today, you can find them on the Jersey Joe website at jerseyjoe.com. And that's J-E-R as in Robert, Z as in zebra, J-E-R-Z-E-E, -E -E, jerseyjoe.com. Um, if you want to email me with a comment, question, or suggested show topic, you can do that by sending me an email to just joe at jerseyjoe.com. Just remember to spell Jersey Joe with a Z and a double E. And with that, producer Susan, I've got nothing else unless you do. Nope. I want to go off and enjoy this nice weather. All right. Well, have you have a good night and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.